Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Average Asian Boys podcast. I'm your host, John, and today my guest is Brian. Brian's my uh, friend from high school. Yeah, and uh, apologize. Uh, you know, John John went ahead and kind of blew the the entire budget for the year, actually. On, my bank on, account. Exactly. All <laughs> yeah, all, all $2,000, two, two, $2, I believe. That was, yes. uh, that was it. Yeah. Um, yes. On on Shay from last week, so yeah, I, I had a very I had a very expensive guest on last exactly, week. So. Exactly, all the marketing budget at at the window. So, yeah, the um, marketing, the production <laughs> budget. Just uh, yeah, I can't afford to pay my employees now. Oh, no, uh, oh no, yeah, it's yeah. rough. Well, you know, still supplying the beer, so that's always important. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, you know, this is a this is my first time being on the podcast, but also I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Oh, uh, thank you. John. Really appreciate yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of not only last week's episode, but kind of all of the episodes before. Um, and do you always, and do you also like associate yourself as an average Asian boy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the target audience. I'm, yeah. I'm, You're I'm exactly audience? the person that you should be talking about with this. And, um, I think that's part of why I like the episode so much, you know, there's oh, okay. uh, so many topics that, uh, that, that resonate with me. So. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm you know, super happy to have you on today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, in high school, me and Brian would share stories about how strict our parents were. Oh my, yeah. And honestly, that really helped me get through like the struggles that I had in high school because it made me realize that I was not alone in this struggle. Like, you know, other people out there are struggling with uh, their their parents being very strict on them and just, you know, making sure that they just had no life. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, sometimes I think about this. Um, I think nowadays, like with Discord and, and YouTube and everything, like, you know, if you're, if you're, like, I think like one of the nice things about the internet is just the ability to highlight community, you know, like it makes you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm going through something and, and you can kind of like in one search away, you can find that community. You can, yeah. And, you know, nowadays, like there's terms for kind of maybe what we, we thought our parents were, which is like, you know, tag, tiger parents, like tiger moms. Helicopter parents. Yeah, exactly, too. exactly, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And so like those terms didn't exist when we were younger, you know, like we, we thought like, oh, this is a unique situation just, just for ourselves. Like there's no way like anybody else could understand this. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, exactly. I'm the only, I'm the only one who has to go through this pain and suffering. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Everyone mm-hmm. else gets to go out and have fun and hang yeah. out with friends and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think like one of the things that, uh, I guess like when, when the topic is broached, like when you think about strict parents is like, what does strict mean to you? Right. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, like, like what did, what, like what made you first realize that like your parents are maybe a little bit more strict than how you were expecting? Sure. Sure. Uh, so I grew up in a white suburban neighborhood mm-hmm. near Vancouver. Right. And we lived in a cul-de-sac where it was mm-hmm. like a lot of, uh, a lot of white families mm-hmm. who were very like community oriented mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's like yeah they you know we all hung out all the kids hung mm-hmm. out and we just go over to like we'd go over to like each other's places the backyards uh and to just hang out except for me i was not allowed to go to their house and i wasn't allowed to go to their uh, backyard i couldn't even go over to like the next block over mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's just like if my parents if my mom could not see me with her binoculars exactly and there's just like there's yeah. no way there's yeah, no yeah, way she was yeah. letting yeah, like i literally that. could not be out of her sight you know you know back then the camera is just like the megapixels were so low right like so by the yeah time we were only on one megapixel exactly. or something so they didn't have the zoom they didn't have the fancy zoom um, features back then exactly i'm yeah. so go, going with that like like, what was your explanation? You know, you're, you're maybe whatever, 10 years old or something. And, uh, yeah, and all your friends are, are like, hey, you know, we want to go check out. Um, we want to go to so-and-so's yeah, house. Yeah, we want to go to the forest nearby mm-hmm, and just like mm-hmm. dick around for like the next six hours. You want to come? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm just like, I can't. Yeah, like what? And, and they wouldn't understand that either. Yeah, so. I, I mean, mean, I didn't understand. I was going to, exactly, exactly. I was going to say like more than just, I, that was always the hard thing I, I had with it too, which is like um, when friends are saying like, oh, actually, this was actually, I don't know about you, but, um, you know, Mondays to Fridays were, um, well, Mondays to Thursdays, you, you weren't allowed to really like go out. Right. That was, uh, okay. those are school nights. And so, mm-hmm. um, the only thing that you can do during school nights is school. school. Stuff. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Especially during high school, it was, um, it was sort of, you do your school thing. And then right, right after that, you better come home and do homework. Right. You better come home and do Kumon, right. Whatever. Oh, it may yeah. Be. All that exciting <laughs> stuff. Um, and so it was, it wasn't even just like my friends were confused as to why I couldn't go out. Like mm-hmm. it was confusing for me. And so therefore I, I had an even harder time explaining to my friends like, oh, I actually, I can't go out because they'd be like, why? And I'd be like, I'm, 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know. Because <laughs> my, because my parents yeah, said exactly. So. Yeah, that was, ex- mm-hmm, that was, mm-hmm. I was in the exact same spot. Yeah, yeah. And so like, why can't you come hang out with us? I don't know. My my mom said so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, that was like, I just felt so stupid saying mm-hmm, that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so given that, like, when, I guess, did you did you ever think about like pushing back against that or thinking like, hey this doesn't make any sense, you know? Oh yeah, I definitely tried for sure. I'm like a very, I think, I'm like very rebellious, I think, mm-hmm. against like authority figures as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, I live under my parents' roof. Right. And it's like, I can only get away with so much. Yeah. Like everything that I had to do was like, I had to do behind my parents' back, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like such as like me talking about like sneaking in some extra video game times mm-hmm. when my mom was in the shower, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Just like, all right, there's, extra 10 minutes gonna start that playstation 4 you know run a couple laps on that racing game playstation 4 playstation 1 i don't know why i said playstation whoa yeah yeah i I keep i keep making this mistake uh, in this podcast it was a playstation it was the playstation 1 you're playing you're playing you're playing final fantasy 7 um yeah kind of of in the i'm just trying to crt you know just trying to make it to the next uh save screen you know (laughs) exactly exactly you're trying to hit that save point um yeah so it's like i had to do all these stupid sneaky behind the back kind of things Mm -hmm. And I just didn't feel good about it, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand why I had to do that in the first place. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. your, uh, what's your, what's your favorite story where like you kind of got busted, you know, trying to sneak that, and then uh, your parents kind of caught you, and you're like, whoops. I've, I've been busted a couple times for sure, but I don't think I have a like. There's no, there's no great story regarding uh, that. No, it's just yeah. like, oh man, I, <laughs> I suck. I got busted. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know. Yeah, I think. Um, I think for me, I remember this. Uh, yeah, kind of going back to it, like Mondays to Thursdays, you know, definitely no video games allowed. That was a okay. It's a pretty strict requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, back in our days, like uh, Diablo two, that was that was the that fucking was fucking Diablo two, man. Exactly, exactly. That was a great trying game. to trying to trying to get those Stone of Jordans, you know, those <laughs> Sages. And uh, I remember we were trying to sneak, like I think we I think we had like one of those like professional development days or something, you know, one of those like yeah. random days off. Off school. Exactly. Yes. And, and my parents were gone and we were like, brother and I were like, oh, this is a perfect time. You know, we can, uh, yeah, we can, we can sneak, we can sneak some games. And, um, what happened was like, we were playing and you know, like you're playing, you just get lost in, in the game, right? You're, you're, yeah. you're grinding, you're doing whatever. And you're just lost in the game. And, and we thought we were so sneaky because it, like you can hear there are, you can hear the, the doors opening, right? We had this alarm system. You could hear the beeps. Okay. And we we so we were playing like pretty carefree and then we we hear the alarm ring and then we're like oh shit like our parents are home like we gotta we gotta clear it all off yeah and you know we thought we were so slick right we we like killed all the programs right like just exited and just like pretended like nothing was happening control deleted exactly exactly but unbeknownst to us we were in the basement and actually there was a window in the basement oh (laughs) And, and and actually before my parents had entered the house yeah had just been staring through the window yeah. <laughs> at our computer as we were like, you know, as we'd been playing for like 20 minutes. And yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty like, bad. They just pulled on the lawn chairs and just like yeah. started looking Exactly. In. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then, you know, like, like they come home and, and they're like, what are you guys just doing? We're like, oh, you know, doing computer. Yeah. You know, we're on the computer. We're like doing homework, you know, looking, yeah. <laughs> looking stuff up on Ask Jeeves or something. Right. And, and they're like, no, this that's like that's bullshit. And then we're like, no, what do you mean? And then they're like, and then you know, like after a while, they're like, no, we we saw you for like twenty five minutes, like on the on the window, and we're like, oh yeah. fuck. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, we just got totally busted. That was like such yeah. a pivotal Oops. moment for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was and definitely. You never got busted again after that. No, man, you just gotta you gotta train. You know, you got you gotta train your techniques and just get, you really get do. better at that. You really you know? do. You just gotta <laughs> get sneakier. You know. Um. Get- yeah. So I mean, given that, like. You know, strict parents, um, you know, you're sort of juggling that like Eastern versus Western. Um, and, and I think uh, it's more like because like I saw like that other people got to do things that I couldn't do. I yeah. think that was what was so difficult for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So actually, one of the questions I was going to ask you with uh, with the fact that you kind of had split this, like what, what does strict mean to you was like, mm-hmm. I remember one of the things that my parents were like was most strict to me about was like the notion of sleepovers right like mm, yes. it was like i don't even i couldn't even fathom having a sleepover no i've like, never i've never yeah i've never <laughs> been to a sleepover i have no idea what that's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and but then like for something for something like alcohol for instance right like i'm not saying my parents were like 
buying us alcohol when we were younger, but they were, you know, they were, they were looser about that. Right. They were, they were like maybe a little bit more understanding about like, Oh yeah. Alcohol, like not that big a deal, you know, like maybe go out for dinner and like, they would like, you know, if you want to try beer or they try to wine, they're like, yeah, sure, pour, pour them glass or something. Oh, that's, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, did you find that, like, your parents are maybe, like, more progressive or, like, more understanding about certain situations? Or No, like, they were very strict they about were just that. Like, they're like, you're not allowed to drink alcohol until you turn 19. So mm-hmm, you will not mm-hmm, drink alcohol until mm-hmm. you turn 19. Like, they follow the the law to the, the letter, to yeah, the T. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, um, my, my mom is the type of person who drives at the speed limit. It's, it's wow. Cra- yeah, it's crazy. Do people honk at her? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then and she's just like fuck you like <laughs> yeah keep going speed limit yo yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> that's embarrassing <laughs> uh-huh and uh well i mean i, I appreciate your um mom's adherence to the law um yeah she's a law-abiding citizen that's yeah, for that's, sure that's amazing yeah um, yeah so like what made you okay what made you kind of want to break those like break those barriers you know break those laws oh <laughs> uh, well i just because like i was fed up with not mm-hmm. being able to do stuff right yeah it's just like not only do i see my friends being able to like go out and just have an ordinary life mm-hmm. but it's like i just didn't like it's like i didn't sign up for this you know i don't want to be doing homework 24 7 and then after that just like doing more like math tutoring english tutoring whatever all, all the tutors you can think of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you're gonna do the homework for the tutors and it's like yo man this life sucks <laughs> I didn't, I don't want, I don't want a part of this. So when did that change? When did that change for you? Oh man. I mean, I guess, you know, like all my life or, you know, during my, throughout my earlier years, I guess you can say, uh, my parents had just raised me to be, I guess, an academic or just, you know, drill, go to school, get good grades and then get a good job. That Mm -hmm. was the, that was the, that was a path that Mm -hmm. had been laid out for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And then after I went, to, when I started going to university, you know, I had a little more freedom. Yeah. Wait, how, how in- did that happen? Because like one of the things that I've noticed with university was like, it's not like the situation kind of changes, right? I guess like the schedules are a little bit more flexible, but you are, you are still kind of Monday to Friday trying to take classes. So yes. what was it about university? Like, did, did you it notice is, like they started opening up like a little bit? Like, well, it's just like I could stay out later, mm. right? Because like, oh, I've got this class in the evening. So I guess I can't come home until eight wow. o'clock. Oh wow. no, so late. The, the oh, impact, yeah. The impact geez. of evening classes. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> go- yeah, thank gosh for evening classes existing. Uh, yeah, because some of them go as late as like 10 o'clock, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yo, man, I got to be in class. So I guess I'll come home later. <laughs> the ultimate, yeah, the ultimate justification. I think that was exactly. like, I Education. totally remember this too. Like in high school, like one of the only reasons I was able to go to a friend's house was if it was for a school project, you know? So <laughs> oh, it was yeah, always, same here. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was always like, oh, I got a group project. So, uh, so oh, well, gotta, we got to get, we got to get him to his guy's I house. Mean, you then gotta, You got to go. Yeah, and then he's got to go. He's got to go. <laughs> Yeah, you work for like two hours and then like the other three hours you're like, play, play you're like oh it's like oh thank you. Boot up the computer. Let's yeah. go, let's go. Double two, here yeah. you go. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, fucking good times. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it was like university. I had more freedom because like I just didn't have to be at my parents' house all the time, right? Like yeah. university is like the first thing that happens when I wake up is they drive me to school and then right when school ends, they drive me back home. There's nothing in between, right? It's like I'm either at school, which was when I had the most free freedom, mm-hmm. and then I had to be at home. Did you feel like, um, did, did you like start, I assume at some point you like maybe tried commuting, like just taking the bus or like I think I only or... start. I think I only started taking the bus like at my last year mm-hmm. of school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just like, if my parents are going to, it's like, how do you go to your parents and be like, hey, you know, instead of you driving me, I'd just rather take the bus. Like, that doesn't make sense, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, given that, right, like, I, I think I think maybe to share my experience, like, I think, you know, I've known John since since high school, and um, it, it's, it's been a little while, but I think, like, maybe one of the biggest deviations between you and I was, like, I, I went away from for university, right? Yeah. So, um, huge deviation. Yeah. That was actually one of those things for me where I remember, um, I got into UBC and, um, 
and 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 the only actually the the only uh which is the school nearby oh yeah 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 yeah, sorry yeah um and uh my parents only allowed me to kind of go to one other school um in in canada and i was like this this has like i have to like i think i think like it's um it's actually kind of interesting like sometimes when you watch like those tlc like those maury shows or jerry springer where like you see the kids and they're just like fucking punks you know yeah like 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 yeah exactly there's just these little shitheads and the mom is like hey uh you gotta stop doing that and then the the like nine-year-old kid is like fuck you right (laughs) and then you're like what the fuck is going on here um like that never happened for us like i guess maybe my first question to you is like what do you think caused it such that like we weren't like those little shitheads that like you know your mom is like hey like like no playing video games and we're not like turning around being like fuck you yeah well there's just no way they would let us like talk to them like that right Mm -hmm. it's like if we ever like swore in front of them like you know it's like a stick to the face yeah i mean like you learn pretty pretty quick after that exactly exactly you get smacked uh pretty 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 quick on that um also they they don't know english so like saying (laughs) fuck you they're just like what <laughs> just just doesn't have the same resonance the way that uh that, that that kids here have it when they speak to their parents it's very true but yeah there was just like very little room for like, yeah just yeah. uh define your parents exactly authority. exactly you know what i mean yeah exactly which is why i think it felt like the only way to handle that situation was okay i, I have to leave you know like you know i'm, I'm in this yeah strict, you gotta get away exactly i'm in a strict household so yeah. like I'm really I, like I really gotta leave, and I I really gotta leave home for it. Um, like maybe for you, like did you was that ever a consideration? Did you ever? Oh yeah. So there were three places that I applied to, right? Mm-hmm. Two were the schools nearby UBC mm-hmm. and SFU, mm-hmm. and then one was McGill. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to McGill, so we know what happened. Fuck. I know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I so I ended up going to UBC, which was a twenty-minute bus ride away from me. So there's no way to live in, letting me live in a dorm. Yeah, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like to share my experience on this, I felt like that was probably the biggest transition, which is, you know, you, you don't live at home anymore, and so the you know the three or four weeks that they get to see you a year are, are precious to your parents, right? Even if like your seventeen-year-old or eighteen-year-old like pea-sized brain doesn't like quite acknowledge it, like yeah, I think to your parents like they very much understand that they're really only going to be able to see their son for for a month a year and so it sort of loosens things up you know they don't um when you're away they don't they don't see your degeneracy right <laughs> like like they don't see you and as they your, never like, will yeah they don't see you as you're like puking your guts out like everywhere yeah or, like uh, in the university campus they don't like yeah see you as you're like doing your terrible dance moves on the dance floor right like you don't yeah. see any of it and to like pick up, <laughs> pick up girls in a really lame way exactly <laughs> um yeah so i think that i think all of that happens and then i think the second part is like also maybe like for me it was like more okay to be kind of under strict supervision because it was like oh it's only it's only for a week right so like for a week you like yeah, try to be an angel yeah um, i just gotta put it off for a bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. and then yeah. before you know it it's done right you like get to go back to go back to school and yeah versus like oh man i've been doing like, this for 10 fucking years and it's mm-hmm. like oh man i am mm-hmm. sick of this shit already so i i can see that and i can see like why the transition is like maybe a little bit different between you and i but yeah how do you think um i think right now i think if if our parents were to meet we would our parents might have similar strictness or similar very very similar values Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like what do you think um caused your parents to maybe start loosening that because so you're saying like you know for me i felt like the answer to that question was was you getting out of uh, exactly in the first place um like for you like what do you think was the answer to that question it was flunking out of school oh yeah Uh uh-huh uh-huh uh and 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 like how was how was that experience yeah so I always say like flunking out of school was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And also the best thing that's ever happened to me mm-hmm. because you know, when that, okay. So basically what happened was, you know, I started going to school and I had more freedom. Right. And mm-hmm. when I turned 19, mm-hmm. I, I was legal to drink. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. And obviously because I had no experience, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So I was just getting like, you know, blackout yeah. drunk. 
yeah. way too often. Had no idea when to stop. Yeah, just making a complete fool out of myself. Yeah. Some, some would say we, we we still don't know that that level of control right now. <laughs> they don't even know that. You know? Some <laughs> would say that. Uh... Yeah, I, I've definitely embar- <laughs> I've definitely felt a little embarrassed a couple of times uh, in the last few years for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I think. Uh, but yeah, it's like all you can think about is like, oh yeah, just partying all the time, right? Because this is like I'm making up for lost time. This is like, I never got to do any of this stuff in high school. So I got to go as hard as I can. That doesn't usually end well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I still feel like I'm, st- I, I, this sounds so stupid, but I still feel like I'm still catching up, you know, which is why I still go out as often as I do. I, I mean, like to, to defend you for a little bit, I think like, that's actually one thing I notice as well with, um, so I, I currently live in, in the States for the audience. And um, one of the things I notice is, because the drinking age is in, in Canada is 19. And in, um, in the States is 21, which exactly. is pretty outrageous. Yeah. What happens is I feel like you sort of smash the two times together, right? You smash mm-hmm. the like, hey, I can drink. And you smash the sort of like, I want to go out clubbing. And, 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 and the two kind of moments sort of like merge. And so you sort of get like that, sort of get that, uh, that like hyperbolic time chamber, right? You like, like really learn your like drinking limits really, really quickly. Yeah. But I think what happens in this in U.S. is it, it gets stretched out, right? So like in in university or in college, like they sort of get the taste of like, oh, this is what alcohol is. This is what frat parties are like. Yeah. Um, here's like what binge drinking looks like and jungle juice and everything. And then like when you hit twenty one, you can finally go to the bar. You can finally go to the club. Yeah. And then it sort of opens up like a whole new world for them and. I think like, you know, to say that, like, I don't think that you're behind. I think what happens is like in the States, they actually elongate the situation, which is actually why I think sometimes like, when you go to the bars in America, like room of US, like you're like, oh, wow, everyone here is like much older. Whereas like, you know, in Canada, like when you go out, you're like, I, I shouldn't be here. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, really? That's a very interesting observation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think like because of that, like I, I, I think that blend doesn't happen as much, but did you feel like you went through that as well? Or was it because like your parents allowed you to drink when you were a little earlier, then you didn't have as much of that, uh, you know, yeah, craziness? Yeah, yeah. I actually think like maybe the better question or maybe the better answer here is, um, uh, I don't know if the audience knows this, but like, you know, your, 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 your family situation, which is you are the, you're the older one. Ah, yes. I am. the no- Yes. I am the number mm-hmm. one son. That's mm-hmm. correct. Exactly. Top. Yes top tier top son yeah. right there yeah whereas you are the exactly son. i am the younger one so yeah, you, um you get away with more exactly more so sure. so john right here you know favorite you know um example of the family that's right carry on the legacy right yeah, yeah. Um, holding the, one... the holding the honor of my exactly ancestors. exactly yeah. <laughs> boy the... boy did they pick wrong <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the, the the one who is supposed to carry the legacy yeah. and uh and i think you're right. I think like it, it, I think it has less to do with maybe uh, the leniency of my my parents when it comes to alcohol and more around, um, yeah, that which is the like, burden of being exactly the exactly, elder son exactly the yeah. burden of the crown. That's know? very true. I was like as the older son, I was supposed to be the you know the role model mm-hmm. and all that stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And especially I was supposed to be supposed to be a role model to my younger brother, which they always reminded me of. Yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think um, for me, like, uh, I, I love my brother, um, but it's also one of those things where he definitely paved the way for me. Um, <laughs> nice. You know, I remember uh, it, going back to the strictness, you know, I remember him stretching the curfew out for us, right? Him yeah. stretching um I'm stretching out how many times we could go out one week, you know, because um, it wasn't even just, oh, you know, Monday to Thursday is school night. And so Friday, Saturday and Sunday, it's party time. It's, you know, you get you get one movie night a, a month kind of thing, yeah. right? Or you get like maybe, night. yeah, you get like two bobas, right? You get like, you yeah. get to go out with somebody to like grab boba like twice a month or something. It wasn't like, oh, you know, Monday to Thursday, work hard, play hard. It was like yeah. work hard play seldomly ideally you know yeah. i mean it's like for me like i never even got that right like mm-hmm. you mentioned like monday to thursdays being like a school day for you mm-hmm. but for me it was monday to fridays like i had no concept of what friday was like because to me that was just like an ordinary day right 
And then the only difference for me was like weekends, I don't have to just go to school, mm -hmm. get some, get to sleep in a little, yeah. have some more time off. So That's actually, wait, wait, wait. Okay, this is this might be new news to me. Now I'm just super curious. Does okay. that mean you were uh, able to play video games on Monday or Thursday? Uh, yeah. This is I, so unfair. This is what I'm talking about with the leniency. Yo, this dude. This is some fucking bullshit. Dude, it was like, I got like half an hour to play and I was mm -hmm. it. Like, you can't do jack shit in half an hour. Mm -hmm. This is the part where like, you like have to, to like ninja quit in the middle of Dota. Yeah, exactly. Where like, just go like, AFK. Yeah, they are like, what the hell? We just yeah. go to FF. Like, yeah, this yeah. is 4v5. Yeah. Super unfair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, for me, my parents, it was like, and, and that's what I'm saying, which is like, it wasn't even like, oh, Friday to Saturday and Sunday. It's like, you know, party night. Um, yeah. It's more about, oh, we got to play some more video games. Yeah. What, what it's actually more about is like, okay, Friday, you're actually able to, you know, boot up the computer for non-schoolwork reasons. And you're actually able to play video games, mm. which I think is like probably what contributed to me playing way more video games <laughs> than before, you know, where it's like. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, you got to make up for lost time. Exactly. Yeah. When your parents are like, you cannot absolutely do whatever whatever you do you cannot play video games it yeah. sort of makes you feel like i gotta fucking play video games that's right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um, yeah it's like the more you tell someone not to do something like mm -hmm. the more they're gonna do it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so, so that, that's been my takeaway from my childhood anyways mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so actually uh I, I feel like I cut you off there when oh, you like, we'll get back, we'll get back to it eventually yeah you were telling me a little bit about how um you know it was after you know you sort of flunked um university that you're like lean the, you know the leniency sort of opened up like how did that how did that happen was that was that really just like a sort of you know you you, you flunk on the friday and then like the monday <laughs> your parents are like john just just go wild man <laughs> <laughs> no i okay so i feel like i didn't like really properly explain like the series of events mm -hmm. but okay so when i flunked out of school and like my parents found out right they were obviously it was bad mm -hmm. um and they were very upset with me and in fact they became even more strict with me because they're like all right you got to study even harder now to get back to ubc uh and then finish your degree and all that stuff so that was that was fucking miserable like imagine being like 21 and your parents are literally making you like read an accounting textbook for a course that hasn't started yet in the summer when everyone's like you know mm -hmm. out in the beach you know having having a fun time yeah. going to a bar getting wasted all that stuff uh, and then there's me like sitting at home reading yeah. an accounting textbook yeah. that my parents made me do. Yeah. Like they made me read it at when I was 21 mm -hmm. and you know, people wonder why I still like, sometimes I still feel like I'm, uh, I don't know, chasing after my childhood. It's mm -hmm. because of things like that. Right. Like that, that, like that memory is just like permanently burned into my mind. Like, oh my God, this is humiliating. Like I'm a 21 year old kid. And my parents bossing me around like I'm still 12. So, yeah, they, get, they got even more strict after that. But um, basically what happened was I had to go to uh, another college to, uh, you know, do some further studies. And in the meantime, I also started working at a restaurant. And then that restaurant was open pretty late, like sometimes till 2 o'clock in the morning. And then so I got to stay out late for work. And then sometimes after work, I just end up going somewhere else after that. Mm -hmm. So it was like, at, so it was like starting from that moment, it's like, okay, we can't actually tell, like my parents were like, they can't actually <laughs> tell me to stay home yeah. past at a certain time yeah, because it's just like, this guy's just out <laughs> late, right? Like they can't tell me to come you, home at 10 o'clock. You come home wasted and you're like, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, just the patrons are buying me drinks. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like, I'm such a good so good at working at this restaurant yeah it was just me. like so i'm coming home wasted a lot of evenings and my mom would actually like stay up till like gosh knows when waiting yeah. for me to come home yeah which is like kind of pretty crazy when you think about it too yeah i mean to, to share the story like started going back to like you know for like older brother pushing the limits here it's like yeah that happened for me too and like what happened was like i wasn't the one that was there on the receiving end of this right like that is uh that is the it's, it's the war of attrition, you know? Like, it is. Like, it, it really is, like... It is. It's a, it's a long-term battle. Exactly. The first time you do it, your parents are just like, I'm going to murder you, right? Yeah. And then the second time, they're just like, no, I'm just going to seriously mean you, right? <laughs> I'm just going to seriously like, murder you. <laughs> exactly. And then, like, it gets, it gets like, progressively, like, like weaker and weaker and weaker, right? right? Where it's like... And you're constantly pushing it. And then 
and you know, at some point they're just like, all right, I'm, I'm like kind of tired of this, and I'm like also yeah. getting a little older. So just yeah, like, at some it. point, like they can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm, right? It's just mm-hmm. like you got to figure out, <laughs> you got to figure out when you can push that limit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So okay, yeah. So 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 they loosen it up a little bit more, and yeah, because like I was like working pretty late, mm-hmm. and then staying out later, mm-hmm. and then just like being able to again, it was just all about getting out of the house. That was the most important part for me. Yeah, right? yeah, and. Maybe like to expand on that more. Like, obviously now, it's it's been a few years since you've worked in the restaurant industry. It has, and um, you know, you you have your own place now. And, I do. Uh, just look at this sweet setup here. Oh, this. thank you. Yes, um, podcast podcast sorry, studio right yeah, here. Yeah, big enough space to have a podcast studio of your own. Um, you like 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 reflecting on all of this, right? Like like how, how does it make you feel? Like um, the strictness. Like obviously, it's made you who you are to a certain extent. Are you appreciative of it? Are you are you empathetic to the situation? Are you like, this fucking sucks? Like I mean I I yeah, like obviously it did suck that I had to uh, go through all that and fun stuff, but I'm not like I'm not I'm not mad at my parents for putting me through that, right? Like they were just trying their best and you know, they were just doing what all the other Asian parents were doing out there too. Right, mm-hmm. like it. The way I see it, it's it is what it is, and all I can do is move forward from that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, maybe try not to mm-hmm. <laughs> try not to go too crazy every now and then. Mm-hmm. Do you think they? I guess they don't see any of that nowadays, right? Because you're not gonna go back to your parents' place and be effing loaded and just like, yo, what's up? Or <laughs> no, I mean, it's like. I just see them when I can, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm just doing my own thing now, right? Yeah, but I, I sorry, I guess my question to you was more: um, Do you feel like your parents have loosened up as well, like over time as you've gotten like older? Like one yeah, of the yeah. classic stories I always hear, certainly in Asian a- Asian culture, is like they're like, "Don't date, like don't see anyone, focus sure. on your school," okay. and then like the minute you graduate, like literally while you're like. The day after you graduate, they're like, right, right. "Why aren't you married?" And then you're like, yeah. "What is going on here? Like, how did how did the shift happen?" Um, do you feel like that shift has happened to your parents too, where they're like, they're like, "Don't go out. Like, possess no social skills whatsoever. Like, don't even attempt to talk to people because your mm-hmm. entire attention should be on school." And then, like, suddenly, you know, a month after maybe you graduate or something, you know, as you're looking for a job, they're like, you should meet everybody and like try to find a job. And then you're like, so how am I supposed to develop these social skills while you were telling me not to talk to anyone for the last like six years or 10 years or, you know? Yeah. I I don't think there was like a, I mean, I guess there was a very slight gradual shift. Right. But again, like you said, it's kind of over the place. Like they expect you to have a girlfriend when they told you to not talk to girls in high school. And yeah, so I I don't know. I I think even for me, like when I started five years ago, when I started working like my first real job, right? Mm -hmm. Like a corporate office Mm -hmm. and everything. They were like always telling me, oh, John, you got to get home by 10 o'clock so you can get enough sleep for work tomorrow. I'm like, yo, just fucking relax, man. Like, like I'll be fine. You know, so they were still like kind of hammering it on me, even though it's not like they were like strictly forbidding me to go out or anything, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. fucking 26 at this point, mm-hmm. but it's just like they wouldn't stop pestering me, pestering me about these kind of things. And like I remember just getting so annoyed, right? Like I came home like at 11 o'clock once and like, oh no, John, you're like staying out today. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like I still got to put up with this fucking bullshit, man. Wow. So, oh man, it was, and they don't do that anymore, but. It was just like even as recently as five years ago, right? Like I was still feeling that. If, I was still feeling that. Yeah. So, I I I've just come to accept that they can't stop. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like this like they just can't help it. Yeah. You know. Even like every time I tell my parents I'm going out for drinks with my friends, like mm-hmm. my mom was always like, "Oh, John, don't go out and get drunk." I'm like, "What do you think I'm going <laughs> out to do, mom? <laughs> what do you think the alcohol is about to do to my body?" <laughs> yeah. I was just like, "What part of this do you not understand?" Yeah. It's, it's great too. I like. Obviously nowadays I, I, I come home a little less because you know, I, I don't live here. Yeah. But so like when I whenever I go out, my parents don't even say like don't drink. They're just like don't drink too much. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess like okay, and then maybe to add to that, like 
you know, for the audience members out there who are also, you know, this is the average Asian boys That's podcast, right? right? Mm-hmm. Cap, you know, plural. So for the other people who are kind of going through the same situation as us, like what are, what are like maybe some, some pieces of advice that you might give them? What are some things that you might be like, all right, you know, like you're struggling through this. Yeah. What are some stuff feel I feel like what, you're what alone. Are some stuff I'd go back in time mm-hmm, and tell mm-hmm, myself, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, this is going to sound like so bullshit, but it gets better. It very, it take a very long time, but it eventually gets better. Right? Like, uh, I mean, like I never imagined like I would be when I was in high school and I couldn't go out and have friends and all that stuff. Like I just couldn't imagine a time when my parents would just be like, when I could just walk out the door and my parents would be like, all right, cool. See you when you come back. Right. Peace. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. I, there was just no, there's just no world would that exist. It's like every time I wanted to step outside the house, you know, it's like I had to fill out like a, like a form, <laughs> you know, application yeah. to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Where am I going? Who am I hanging out with? How, when am I, what time am I going to be away from? When am I coming back? All that stuff. Right. And then, you know, one day you, you, you just become an older person and your parents realize they can't tell you what to do anymore. And also getting old. So they don't, they're like, they get a little more tired as well. So it, it gets better eventually. That's, that's also how I know that we're getting older. You know, it's like one of yeah. those things where like, Shh. when you start, Shh. when you start, when you start giving advice that like you see on TV shows or like you start giving advice that you're just like, bro, what? Like, <laughs> I heard this when I was like yeah. 10 years ago when I was in high school. I and I was I, like, I mean, I remember this hearing this advice. BS. I'm like, this is like the dumbest shit yeah. I've ever heard. Right. But it's like, I, I actually don't know like what to say. It's mm-hmm. like, you just gotta, you just gotta hang in there for fucking dear life. You know, yeah. you're going to yeah. go, you're going to go crazy for a few years and you're going to turn into someone crazy like me. And then, but one day you'll realize you have like, mm-hmm. you have the ability to live your own life. And honestly, for me, like I'm, I'm still struggling to figure that out because it's like, now I'm in a situation where I am in control of my destiny. I have my own place Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, wow, this is like everything that happens to me now is going to be because of my actions Mm -hmm. and no one else. Right. And, uh, and I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's kind of like that thing when people ask me, oh, what, what do I want to do with my life? I don't know. My parents have been telling me what I should be doing my whole life. Yeah. So how can I know? Like, I don't, right. I can't just wake up one day and decide, like, I want to make decisions for myself. Successful podcasting career, I believe is what you want to do with your life now, right? Yeah, I can tell mm-hmm. you, like, that successful <laughs> podcasting career was definitely not an option. Not, yeah. not parent approved option. Pretty sure podcasting wasn't even a thing back then. No, here. not at all. Yeah. Like, we had, like, there was radio talk shows and TV shows and all mm-hmm, that stuff mm-hmm, too, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that would be cool too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I agree with you. I think like, um, I think like when you're in high school, it just like the world is so contained. It just feels, it just feels like this is it. You know, mm-hmm. like like if you don't get this right, you're fucked. And yeah. like, yeah, what you don't realize after high school is like, it almost doesn't matter at all what you do in high school. Like like it has almost no it, significance no, it, it on who you are as a person. Yeah. And like. If anything, like it just continues to expand from there, right? Like, yeah. like what you choose to do in university or college is more impactful than whatever you did in high school and sort of what you do kind of, you know, those, those years right after, right in your early twenties, like what you choose to do there are more impactful than whatever you did before. Right. And so yeah, the yeah. world just continues to expand. Um, uh, sort of reminds me of, uh, sort of reminds me of like. Little Final Fantasy Seven, when like you spend like the entire first quarter of the yeah in the city yeah you spend the entire first quarter of the game in the city right? yeah in Midgard and, in, in, right right and and you're like this is insane this is like so big yeah this is Junkard I'm hop- hopping around and like yeah and like you get out of Midgard and you're like wow that was an amazing thing and then like they they launch you into the world map and you're like wow that was uh that was just one part that was of the whole world. You know? Yeah, that was that was that was like one tiny city yeah. in the grand scheme of the entire yeah, it's world. It's a big fucking world out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I felt when I went traveling by myself for the first time, right? Yeah. I went to like I went to Europe, mm-hmm. totally different continent, mm-hmm. experienced like very many different cultures and lifestyles and I'm just yeah. like, wow, there is so many w- different ways that you can live your life mm-hmm. and not just like the one the one way to live that my parents have been telling me this whole time. Yeah. And it was just like such a mind blowing experience to me. Yeah. yeah. Like again, just like realizing there is such yeah. a great world out there. 
given the uh given that sort of you know marvel loki you know parallel timelines oh, so what ifs like you know looking forward on you know like john as a parent right john with a john with a mini john um the little john yeah the little <laughs> john um like what do you uh like what, what's the style that you think you're gonna go with right like what's uh do you, do you think you're gonna go with that uh you know hardcore old old like old school like eastern customs like style or do you think you're gonna go with that like new school west west yeah, coast I, like... I really don't know i mean you know in my mind ideally i'd like to be just super chill and laid back and just like all right let my kid do stupid things and he'll figure it out along the yeah. way which yeah. would be the opposite of my upbringing right yeah ideally that's what i would like mm -hmm. because of the way that mm -hmm. i've been raised yeah but in reality who knows i don't know like yeah like what if they're like, I mean, I'm, like, I'm, okay like with, I'm okay with hitting my kids yeah. i really hope i don't have to oh. <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah. i'll just say this like yeah. you know like i think hitting kids has like there's a merit to it look i mean for like, for the audience who don't know like uh john's a uh, somewhat of a karaoke singer you know yes. has the vocal talents right there and let's say your child doesn't have those vocal talents but right. they're like dad really want really want to become you know the next grammy award-winning artist okay and then you're like this is never gonna happen like what do you do then you know i think like i think it's always uh um i think that i think the interesting thing for me is always just like trying to think about how i think i would react to a certain situation and then yeah. like really pushing that to the edge right like trying to think about like okay this is the case but then like what if i can think of some crazy scenario where like my kid does something even more and like would i still react the same way or would i like try to revert to like what my parents were thinking at oh, the time. okay so yeah because like our parents are just like no you can't do this and no you can't do that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because like because one of the crazy like this is so unfair but like one of the things i think about now is like when i was a kid like video games were like the bane of existence like there, there was nothing you were like worse. you were a fucking loser if you yeah there was video nothing games. worse that you could do than play video games yeah but now it's like the like coolest thing ever valorant like you can be a pro you can be a pro player like you yeah. you know league of legends like world championships espn mm -hmm. you know you're making six seven figures a year yeah that's right it's a viable career yeah even if you're not a pro player full-time twitch streamer you know clearing mm -hmm. you know five six figures like these are viable professions even i would say like even if you're not like I'd say like supremely gifted in these video games. Esports as an industry is like a viable industry now, right? Yeah, there, there's and like serious just, money in there. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where I'm like, fuck man, I kinda wish I was born like ten years later. <laughs> like I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I you know, so I think I think you're right. Like I think like, you know, if I see my kid um, you know, like trying to be a Valorant pro, I'm not gonna sure. be like, This is stupid. This is a waste of your time. I'm gonna be like why aren't you immortal yet right like what's going on <laughs> right um like why you know why 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 just you know when you know what 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 tournament are you going to sign up for like right you know um but it, you know you sort of push past that right and you think about like okay what happens if they want to be a pro gamer and then like they're playing and after like a year you know they're still iron three and yeah. you're like this isn't like this doesn't make any sense yeah, like, you're not going you, anywhere. Yeah, this, you're not going anywhere um like like how do you push them to be like you gotta, you gotta stop playing the game <laughs> you you fucking suck yeah <laughs> i think that's really hard because you know as a kid when someone is telling you or even like me as an adult when someone's telling me that i can't do something that just makes me yeah that just makes me try even harder right exactly they're like john there's no way you can finish this handle of vodka yeah i'm like Fuck zero you, chance let's go, man yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I think the way I see it is you like you have to let the kid figure out that if, if eventually that this is something that you can accomplish or mm -hmm. that you can't mm -hmm. right because the only yep. person that can convince that person is themselves that's you. how I see it so, so you're saying the the father figure for all of us is tilt so yeah <laughs> yeah exactly get it like get headshotted enough times and at yeah some point you yeah just one day out. he's gonna like just rage quit like fully 100 yeah. time and be like you know what maybe i can't be <laughs> exactly pro. exactly yeah They're like i am i am 3 and 16 for like the 15th yeah. time in a row maybe i'm not cut out for this yeah. yeah exactly i mean like as a extremely stubborn person i always say the only person that can make me do something is myself right or you know if a girl convinces you otherwise that helps too you know yeah but, yeah well, I, I always say it's like, it's more like 
if a girl convinces you to do the right thing, right? So the example that I always use is like my ex got me to start driving again mm. after I made a promise to myself that I would not drive for the rest of my life because I got into a stupid argument with my parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one day she was telling me that, oh, you know, what if one day I have to go to the hospital and I need someone to drive me there? Mm-hmm. It would be pretty, it would probably be useful if you knew how to drive me to the hospital. I mean, I was like, you just Uber now, right? You could. <laughs> uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't got time. It's like, she's bleeding out. You're like, all right. Like honey, seven minutes. Uber? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that, yeah. okay? It is an emergency. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? You're right. That sounds like a good idea. And I want to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So I, and the right thing is to learn how to drive. So that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's that, you know. But you got to make, it's like, they got to figure out themselves or you got to help them get to that conclusion that yeah. you know they can do this or you can't yeah i agree with you too which is like uh i think personally for me i take i take like the mantra of you're the average of the five people closest to you yes very much to heart so yes um and and certainly you know in high school you have a little less choice of like who those five people are yeah university you have more choices but maybe a little less like in terms of like limited to like now that nowadays you know we're all working professionals, you know, we're all adults. Like you very much have a choice of who those five people are. Yeah. And so, um, you're right. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, your girlfriend, your partner, your boyfriend, et cetera. Like, I think the idea here is like, you want to find people close to you that motivate you to be, to that motivate you to want to become like who you want to become. Right. You want to surround yourself with good people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so, um, yeah. And I think that's really a, that's really important. That, I guess that would also be my advice to my younger self as well. Although yeah. I would say I've been really lucky that I've just naturally always surrounded myself with people who mm-hmm. are like, you know, good influences to me. My parents were actually like extremely picky about who I hung out with. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Because they're like, oh, I didn't like, at all. I don't because even... it's like, oh, if they get a whiff that this person might not be a good influence to me. They're like, you can't hang out with this person. I'm, not that they let me hung out with people I'm, in the first place, so I don't even know how I got there. But I was gonna say, I've known John for quite a while and i think i've maybe said half a sentence to his mom yeah yeah right that sounds about right yeah even now i don't think i've ever seen your parents no i I could not pick them out they they really keep amongst us they they really keep them to themselves Mm -hmm. so that's just how it is yeah yeah and and i like i want to give your like i would push you to give yourself credit on this as well which is like i think a lot of the times we tend to like have a gut feeling and then try to explain away that gut feeling so like mm-hmm. you have a gut feeling about like hey this person seems like you know bad business and then yeah. you're like oh you know he held that cup wrong and so like clearly he's a bad person and it's like well no like what happened is like you had a gut feeling that like this person wasn't like somebody you were gut like that you're vibing with and so it's true i've always like kind of like mm-hmm. acted on intuition mm-hmm, and gut mm-hmm. feelings you know that's, exactly. that's just how i operate yeah yeah and so that's credit so. to yourself right that like you, you know like you have a decent um, indicator. You have a decent barometer. Like your 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 yeah. gut feeling. Like you yeah, have a I don't know. I don't know if I've been. That. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe because I've always just said I I'm lucky because like I'm probably mm-hmm. the easiest person in the world to scam if you really wanted to. You know, <laughs> like just be like I don't uh-huh. know. Tell me some like stupid ass sob story. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta help this guy out, man. He's yeah. my he's my homie. You dude, know, shit. Dude, John, I I can't get home tonight. I yeah. really need a. Uh, really need well like, it's too bad because i blew all the budget <laughs> on uh last week's uh guest so uh you should have yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was say, I was hoping for you know a couple of tips and uh what it really just taught me was i just i just got to get out there and lose my money right <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i mean person like personally mm. like i've never been like i've never really displayed that i have any sign of wealth whatsoever right yeah you yeah know? i mean most of my life i've just been broke as shit so mm-hmm. it's like you know i'm not the person to come to when you want money. <laughs> Although there was like, there was this one time when I was working at a restaurant and uh, my friend actually came like, like a good buddy of mine came mm-hmm. up to me and asked me to borrow a hundred dollars um, to buy cigarettes. Okay. How much, how, how many cigarettes was, was the person smoking? I don't know. <laughs> a, a lot, apparently. This feels like a... And so I've never lent my money to, <laughs> I've never lent money to anyone yeah. before, right? And my parents were always like, no, never lend yeah. money. Never, never lend money to anyone. Uh, and it's like, especially for like, to buy cigarettes, right? Like, which mm. is like something I'm obviously against. But 
you know, I don't know. I, like, I just went with my gut feeling there. Yeah. It's like, this is like a really good friend of mine. And, you know, I, I trust that he'll return a hundred dollars. And so like, I just like here, yeah, here it is, man. <laughs> just take yeah. it. So maybe uh, the answer we're all waiting for is, did you, did you get the hundred? I did. Back? I did. Okay. Okay. I did. Yeah. 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 But it's like, it could have been easily like, I just never saw that hundred dollars again. Yeah. Which was a lot of money to me back yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. If you, uh, if he like shared a cigarette with you, would you be like, I, I fucking bought those. Like, this yeah. is that. <laughs> yeah. Put that, thing, yeah, put that thing back in your mouth. You know? <laughs> No, I just be like, yo, I got my own, bro. Oh, okay, I got you, I got yeah. you. But <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't smoke or anything. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I just kind of operate on gut feelings a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's um, kind of hard roll. I think like as we get older, like it just becomes the answer to a lot of things. Like I, I think yeah. I'm more willing to say that as the answer now than I was in the past, where I felt like I had to justify the reason. Nowadays, it just feels like. I don't know because I feel like yeah I feel like it yeah that's what I do mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. I don't I don't have enough like brain power to like allocate to like thinking about <laughs> this reason this reason as mm -hmm. like, yeah you know like, okay sure why not mm -hmm. um cool I mean so given that like so you know strict parents sort of adjusting to that, all of that right with 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 whether it be for work or for school you know like you're loosening these like conditions and um. Your parents are probably less strict now than before. Like, how is the situation now? Because I think, like, one thing that I, like, maybe one story I would describe is, um, I, I think, like, growing up, it, there was always that, it, certainly, like, in Eastern customs, there was always, like, this sort of, you know, I'm the, I'm the father figure, yeah. you're the son, you know, got to have that hierarchy situation going on. Sure. Um. But then, you know, as I got older, it really did feel like maybe through influences of like my, my dad's parents, like my dad's friends and stuff is like, I think he saw that his friends were having a really good relationship with their, with their kids, like, mm. like a very like friendship based one Yeah. in the way that like, I think after that, my dad really like pushed to, yeah, like it sounds weird to be like, he really pushed to be friends with me. Like, I think he like really pushed to like, try to get to know me and oh, okay. really like try to have that conversation with me. Like I would say like, yeah, to the point now where it's like, it, I think the situation now is very different than what, what it was in the past. Like, do you feel like, you know, at your age now, like looking back on all of it, do you feel like your relationship with your parents is like, has it, has it evolved? Has it become different than, than before? Yeah, it's definitely changed more recently, but it's been, a very slow process of healing, I think. And it's just going to take time. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know. I've spent so much time being angry. I've spent so much of my life being angry at my parents. Yeah. So I can't just, again, I can't just wake up one day and be like, la la la, everything's fine. Right. And I find that even like, sometimes I still react very aggressively yeah. towards like, like something that my parents do that annoys the shit out of me. Right. Just because it's like, I've been dealing with this for, you know, 20 plus 30 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like, I, I don't know. Like, honestly, like sometimes the way I speak with, to my parents can be very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Well, disrespectful for an Asian kid. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Yeah. It's like my mom will like, you know, like parents, they, they love asking questions. Mm -hmm. they, they ask the same damn questions every day. Right. And then, so it's like, sometimes I just feel myself being very impatient. And, you know, I just do like a, did I stutter kind of thing, oh you know, my gosh. which yeah, is yeah, yeah. obviously very disrespectful, Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, sometimes, you know, I feel like yeah. I'm still kind of working on getting that out of my system. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think it's just going to be the first time you did it, did, where you're like, did, did I st st stutter? <laughs> and then, you know, and then they're like, whoa, whoa, John, John's talking back to me right now. Or... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't remember when like the first time, like. Mm -hmm or when I would really do that, it's just like, I, I kind of like pay, I, I'm kind of more mindful about when I do that now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, you know, like this is not, like I probably shouldn't do that, you know, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, I agree with you, which is like, I, it's like a very in the moment kind of response to, mm -hmm. so I, I think like, as you get thinking. older, you, I think you view them, I, I think like, as you get older, you realize, you know, like, I, I don't actually, I have no idea when your parents had you, but like, it's probably at around the age that we're at. Yeah, exactly. Um, and 
And I think like one thing I realized as I've gotten older is like, you know, you, you're able to empathize a lot better now, right? Where like, Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you think you're like, holy crap, when I was three, like my parents were acting this way and you're like, what the fuck? My parents are insane. And then, and then you're like, oh, wow, my parents were my age. And if I had a three-year-old right now, I would probably be like, yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck? Am, in this what way. am I doing? Exactly. You know, exactly. How, holy shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, so that empathy like sort of develops the older you get, which is like, yeah. You know that and like as you get older like you're like oh my for god I'm yeah tired for sure. all the time yeah <laughs> like, I, I get it yeah you know i get it now and like especially seeing my friends have children and all that stuff i'm like holy shit this is a lot of work yeah this yeah. is so much work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like you know what i was a little shit i probably deserve to be smacked a couple of times exactly right? yeah it's like yeah no problem no problem in that department mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i'm not like i'm not like i'm not angry at my parents mm -hmm. for like the way they raised me it's just mm -hmm. like the way again it is what it is mm -hmm. i think the one thing that I just wish would have, like, if there was one thing that I could change, yeah, it's just that I wish they could have acknowledged their mistakes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, no, I'm perfect. Like, everything I say is, like, the rule, mm -hmm, right? I'm mm -hmm. like, like, you tell me, if you tell me the sky is green, it's fucking green. Like, yeah. That's what, I, and I have to accept yeah, that. Yeah, I said that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I fucking hated that, you know? It's like, just, just fucking admit that you made a mistake. Yeah. So we can fucking move on. Yeah, the, the insane yeah. thing there is, like, I, I think, like, maybe, again, like, more differences between, like, certainly as we've gotten older, like, parents is deviating, which is, like, I think as we've gotten older, my parents have been, like, quicker to acknowledge, like, the differences and that, like, yeah. I think they realize, like, okay, maybe not all of the traditions or all of the customs that they had when they were growing up are the same as what the current generation expects and... Mm -hmm. um they've had to adapt and they they are willing to adapt um i think like the way i think about that is i'm sure we know a bunch of friends who are like equally as stubborn right <laughs> you're like yo you fucked up and then they're like no i didn't like, <laughs> this is like the way things are and yeah I didn't, and I then didn't do, I didn't yeah do and you realize just like yeah this is just like uh it's just it's just like part of the human condition right some people it are is a little, yeah but yeah, I, I can't, you know, I can't, it, it doesn't do anything for me to like stay angry at them and I'm not, exactly. right? but it's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's like going to be a long healing process. Yeah. And I think my parents do recognize that they do want a better relationship with me as well. Yeah. Especially since like it got so bad when, you know, yeah. I flunked out of school, right? Yeah. I was like, a, uh, you know, a disappointment child, right? Yeah. And it's like everything kind of went to shits afterwards. Yeah, I think um, maybe the second quote that I'm a huge fan of, like beyond the whole, like you're the average of the five people closest to you is like, mm -hmm. you know, you're, these, these are all cheesy things that you would see back in Tumblr or something. But one of the ones that resonated with me a lot was like, you know, you're, you're a kid when you think your parents are perfect. Like, yes, absolutely. You're a teen when you recognize that your parents aren't. Yeah. And then like, you're an adult when you can forgive your parents' faults. And I think like, Growing up, like, I felt, I very much felt that same way, right? Where it was like, okay, whatever, you know, my dad says the sky's green, then the, the fuck the sky's green, right? Your parents yeah. are like, no sleepovers. You're like, oh, no, no sleepovers, no, what right? Well, what am I going to do now? And then, and then, you know, then you get older and, you know, they say something and you're like, well, you know, this is the deficiency or this is like, uh, like a, a quality about them that mm -hmm. like, you know, they're, they're not perfect, right? Like, no, yeah. no, nobody is. And then, and then. And then you're, you're probably mad about that, right? You're probably like, what the heck? Like, like, why are they being like this? Like, why are they doing this? And then and as you get older, you're like, okay, well, nobody's perfect. They're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And like, maybe it's okay. Maybe you can forgive them. Maybe you can like move on from it. Yeah. I'm just like, it, it is what it is. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just got to work with, <laughs> I just got to work with what I've got. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, my parents are starting to also realize that, they might've been wrong in mm -hmm. some areas. I think this stuff just all takes time, honestly, which yeah. is, which is the hardest part, you yeah. know, cause you just want things to change, especially when you're mm -hmm. young and impatient and you're just like, Oh my God, can yeah. like, you know, like, can people just figure it out already? Nothing, nothing cheesed me more than when we met like uncles and aunties, kids who were younger than me. Right. And they would be like, don't worry about that. It's it's chill, right? They'd be like, don't even worry about grade eight grades, right? <laughs> like, like those things don't matter. Like, just have fun. And I'd be like, 
like they'd be saying this and i'd be like staring at them incredulously yeah you never said that to me what are you am i listening to the same person right now like who who is this person that's speaking and um yeah and it's like it's like as they're saying it you're like this is fucking insane but then like I think if you bullshit. Take a, That's exactly. What it is. But I think if you take a step back, you can also be like, okay, at least they're learning, right? At least they're understanding of like, okay, maybe how I handled the situation earlier on wasn't exactly the best, right? And um, um, yeah, you know, now and that's why your that's why your younger brother is so well adjusted, you know. That's true. <laughs> I, I like to think that he learned everything on what to not do from me, you know. So in a way. I was a good role model to yeah, him absolutely. by being an absolutely terrible role model. I think, I think, uh, I, think uh, I mean, I haven't spoken to him in a while, but I think he should be highly appreciative of, um, what his older brother did. And, um, <laughs> well, I can only hope so. Yeah. 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 I'm on that. <laughs> but yeah, I think to finish things off, I think I do want to go back to, you know, like maybe the things that we would tell our younger selves yeah because yeah. that was a really great yeah I think that was a really good uh point that mm-hmm. we just kind of di- kind of diverged yeah. from yeah but yeah so yeah like i mean things get better it takes time all that stuff but also i think it's really important to find people that are also that you can relate with and are also possibly going through the same thing again you're the average of you know the people that you surround mm. yourself with i remember when me and Brian started talking in high school again, I realized I was not alone with these difficulties. And that really gave me the hope and the strength to carry on and move forward. Yeah. Even though it felt like forever. Yeah. It did. It did felt like forever. It did. Yeah. Got any uh, pro tips for our younger audiences as well there, Brian? Um, you know, definitely, uh, reach out to the average Asian boys podcast for any <laughs> questions or advice that you might have. I think. A-, A boys podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Exactly. Exactly. Um, this, that wasn't a shameless plug. That was just a straight up plug. No, no, um, exactly. Um, I think, yeah. Um, definitely echo to your sentiments where, um, it gets better, right? Like the world expands, the older you get. Yeah. Um, I think there's that. I think second is like, kind of what I was saying at the start too, which is like, there's so many opportunities to find community here. So mm-hmm. like, as long as, as long as your parents don't shut the internet off, that's the most important part. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah. Cool. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe next podcast, you can share some secret tips, you know, like head to the public library to get that Wi-Fi, right? Like, <laughs> like chill at your nearest Tim Hortons, right? Yeah, get yeah. that free Wi-Fi. And Absolutely. so, um, you know, I think, I think now there's an opportunity to see, like, to, to meet so many people who are like-minded, um, and yeah, like the average Asian boys podcast. Exactly. And I think like for that, like, don't be scared about sharing what you love, you know, like whatever you enjoy, like just dive into it. Right. Um, uh, be proud of the things that you like. Don't feel, don't ever feel ashamed for it. So. Um, that's dude, probably the dude, it's a, it's a, the kids nowadays are so lucky they can grow up and be proud that they're video gamers and anime weaves. This is, and it's, it's a it's, cool it's, thing. It's a cool insane. thing. It's insane. It's like, actually so insane. I'm watching videos of people doing Naruto signs and I'm like, yeah, are you kidding me? Like when I was Naruto running as a kid, people laughed at me and I was like, this is insane. I'm watching uh, videos of people playing like Final Fantasy X again after yeah. like 20 years after it's been out, mm-hmm. but they're like. They, like obviously yeah. they were kids when they came out, so they didn't play it. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my gosh, like it's like it's the the feels, you know, so emotional, and it's like, oh yeah, I felt yeah. I felt those things too yeah. when I played this game ten years ago. No, and all that stuff. Uh, oh, also another really useful advice I think is to like ask your parents like what are like where do they come from? What are their stories, right? Because I asked my parents what it was like to grow up with her parents. And she always tells me that she always felt neglected by her mother. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like she was, cause she which was, is what, she, which she, is she what was, prompted her to focus probably more attention on you. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, cause yeah. uh, she, like, you know, she was always working and then, so she was never at home. And then, so like my mother had to like take care of herself a lot. And that's why she went the opposite route and just like helicoptered the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. And then after I heard that, I was like, all right, that really sucks, but yeah. I get it at the same time. And now I'm going to be, I'm probably going to be the opposite where I am just going to be super hands off with my kids. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. 
I, it's I, all cause and effect. I agree. Your um your your parents are much cooler than you expect them to be. Um, they were young once as well, and so yeah, for sure. I mean, like my mom was always talking about like going on like mountain climbing adventures and camping and all that stuff, and like she almost like you know fell off a mountain once and died. Yeah. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? You don't even let me step out the goddamn exactly. house. Exactly. It's like how could like how yeah. could how could you do this to me? Yeah. You know. But now that I also that's where I get my adventure streak from. You know, yeah. like oh, I might die doing this, but. Um, I remember uh, uh, give it a shot yeah i remember recently my parents were talking about whether or not um once you got married you would live with their parents and uh oh and and they were like yeah you know like this generation they always want to move out and i was like it's not just this generation like you two have been married before like you two moved out as well like yeah you know it's i think like sometimes like hearing your parents stories allows you to empathize or allows Absolutely. you to like bring up situations like you're not trying to dunk on them right you're not trying to be like yeah, well, you got drunk before as well, right? But I think the idea is that, like, if you bring up those stories, they're more readily available to understand where you are, right? To be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I did have those yeah. experiences as well. And so, therefore, like, yeah. I understand that you're having that situation too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, you know, like, after I flunked out of school, right? I remember my parents actually told the story about my dad. He apparently, like, he apparently missed, like, a final exam, a final university final exam because he was too busy playing Mahjong. Yeah. I was yeah. like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't imagine like him, like who was like so academically focused, just like doing something like that. Like that was so crazy to me. Yeah. That, the Majin was the, uh, was the, was and, the Valorant of their times. Yeah, know? I guess yeah. so. And it's like, yo man, we're all fucking up. Like I'm fucking up just like you are, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I guess uh, we all make mistakes sometimes. And, oh. but yeah, it's just like, oh, I, I, I didn't feel the pressure to be like, perfect or anything mm -hmm, mm -hmm. after that mm -hmm. because it's like oh i realized like my parents like when they were young they just did like dumb shit just like me so yeah there's another pro tip yeah get your parents figure out your parents yeah story. yeah here here the shit that your parents did that way you can uh can tell them you can you can dunk on them afterwards for it so yeah yeah exactly well uh, I want to thank you for your time today for coming oh, yeah. on to this podcast. You yeah. know, like uh, obviously our budgets are very low, and uh, no, no. we. Uh, I want to thank uh, I want to thank John for popping my uh, podcast chair. You actually did a fantastic pleasure. job. Like honestly, you were probably interviewing me more than I was. <laughs> Not at all. I don't think I don't think I asked you any questions. Now that I no, think about it, I think but... this is one of those things where like John is a much more charismatic and much more um, nah. a story driven person, and so you know you just sort of. Uh, you just play that point guard, right? You just got to pass. Sure. And then, uh, you know, John as LeBron James is just going to carry you. Yeah, to the totally. End, so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was like, that really, that worked out really well. I'm so glad that you uh, came on this podcast to Thank like, you. you know, share our stories. And, you know, hopefully if you're a kid out there and you're struggling with the same issues that we have, I mean, I guess you've got internet now at least. Just remember that. Yeah. We didn't have internet back then. We had dial up. It was rough. It was rough times, kids. Yeah. Anyways, thank you very much for tuning in to the Average Asian Boys podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye.